possible if you were to live extraordinarily, abundantly, and daringly. Welcome to the TMI Show. It's time to create the relationships you deserve and manifest the fruits of your labor. Your self-transformation begins now, 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 now. Are you ready to be touched, moved, and inspired? This is the TMI Show. Now, here are your hosts, Sean Butler and Sharita Zafrula. You got to believe in yourself. When no one else around you got to believe in yourself. Welcome to the TMI Show. Hope you're ready to be touched, moved, and inspired. I'm Sean Butler, one of the owners of Abundance Education. And our radio show and workshops are designed for you to create the results you want in your life now. We're here in sunny South Florida in the Own Your Power Studios. And as always, I'm sitting next to my beautiful fiance, Sharita Zafrula. Hello, everybody. Hey! I'm excited to be here with these great guests that we have today. I'm so excited. Yes, yes. yes. And I love this topic. Yeah, I'm sure you do. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so we're engaged right now. Yes, it is. So what would be possible if you were to live extraordinarily, abundantly, and daringly? The purpose of abundance education is to give you tools and the opportunity to access everything you need to create the life of your dreams now. A life with abundance, purpose, and owning your greatness, inspiring others to own their greatness as well. Find out more about all of our workshops and trainings at the TMI Radio Show at AbundanceEducation.com. So our topic last week was fear factor, and we spoke about fear. Yeah, like what is fear? Well, what is fear? Well, uh, basically what I came up with, uh, fear is really an illusion. It's it's not real. It's something... uh, a result that you make up in your mind before anything even begins or happens. And it's something that limits you and keeps you from going forward and going for the things that you actually want. Yeah, but I also think that fear is something, all of that, and is also something that um, works for us too, in the sense of don't jump off of a cliff without a parachute, you know? Yeah, but it can limit you in learning how to fly. So. <laughs> You don't have to do it without a parachute, Sean. Well, you ever seen the little squirrel suits? No. Yeah. They, they do it that? without parachutes all the time. They got like little wings on the legs and everything. Do you know about that? Yes. Yeah, we <laughs> oh, buddy. Okay. Well, that's a whole other show I'm imagining. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, so then do you think fear is always bad? Um, I don't think it's always bad. I don't think it's good or bad. I think you can use it um, as long as you keep it behind you to move you forward i think once you put it as a barrier in front of having what you want then it limits your options i don't really think of anything as good or bad it does it serve you and what you're up to definitely and and then the other thing we also spoke about is how to be able to redesign your relationship with fear so that you can have a different relationship with the so-called obstacles in your life yeah, definitely. Uh, we, well, one of the things that we talked about is the physical sensations of fear and how they're really no different. You know, um, 
when you're fearful, your heart beating faster, you're, you're sweating, your palms are sweaty, like you got butterflies in your stomach. And that's really no different from when you're excited about doing something, like when you're excited about going out on a date with somebody or when you're excited about going and jumping out of an airplane or, or those different things. That excitement builds up in you, and your, your heart beats fast. Your, you know, your, your your palms are sweaty. You got knots in your stomach, but we like that when we're excited about something. We like that feeling. So if if those are the same physical sensations in your body, then it comes down to being a choice for you. You're either choosing to be afraid or you're choosing to be excited. And so you can actually use that and become like an adrenaline junkie going for stuff in your life, right? Um, when you're up against it and you're afraid of something, you can actually get excited about it and, and always put yourself in that place where I'm going to get excited. You know, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm still going to go for it. I'm going to go excited. Have that happen, then what's next? Let me get excited again. Let me get in that space again and, and keep in a creative mode. We'll have a lot of junkies in the world if, it, if it's like that. Uh, amen to junkies. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to catch that show, make sure to download our podcast from AbundanceEducation.com. Awesome. And who do we have in the dream room tonight? Yay! We have Jaquetta Grant. Hey! We have Gustavo Aguilar. Yeah! Yes. And we have Zaylai. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> so tonight's topic for our show is what are you committed to but first we're going to take a little music break and pay some bills the tmi show will be right back have your pens smartphones and ipads out so you can take some notes
This segment was brought to you by Constant Contact. Learn how to grow your business with the Constant Contact Toolkit. Sign up today by texting OYP to 22828. That's OYP to 22828 to register for the mailing list. Once you're a customer, Coach Simone will contact you and set up your complimentary training on marketing strategies and branding for your email campaigns. Once again, it's Constant Contact, where you can connect, inform, and grow. Here are your hosts, Sean Butler and Sharita Zafrula. Welcome back to the TMI Show. I'm Sean Butler in the Dream Room with Sharita Zafrula. And tonight's topic is, what are you committed to? Today we have in the Dream Room, Jaquetta Grant. Hey, Woo-hoo! what's up? What's been going on, Jaquetta? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) The show's not long enough. Oh, yeah? All right. All right. And we also have Gustavo Aguilar. What's up, Gus? It's been a while since you've been on the show. How you been? I'm really happy to be here again with you guys. (laughs) Yeah. I miss you, bro. A place I want to be in. Awesome. And we have a new guest for us, Zay Live. What's going on? Hey, guys. Hey. Greetings, 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 greetings. What's going on? Awesome. So uh, welcome to the show tonight. And tonight we are going to be talking about what are you committed to? So what are you committed to? We'll be discussing. Let's, let's start with the five levels of commitment, at least how we explain them at Abundance Education. Yeah, and, and I think it's important to put in there that this is... Um, at Abundance Education, we give different workshops and trainings, okay? And, and these are one of the tools that we actually use, uh, the five different levels of commitment. So this is not a truth. It's just a tool that we use to service. So the first level of commitment at Abundance Education is I don't care, and I definitely do not care that I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> and there's a lot of people out there committed to that. <laughs> And so, uh, somebody in our studio audience is waving on that (laughs) one. (laughs) That's the tiger back there. (laughs) And so, uh, number two is hope, wish, want. And I hope I can have that. I wish I could have that. I want to have that. And that's where it ends. Like some airy fairy from the skies is going to drop down and give it to you. That's right. And the third level of commitment is trying. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people think, oh, I try to, you know, do this thing or I try mm-hmm. to get that. But what is what is trying? It's not either you do or you do not. Like mm-hmm. my one of my favorite philosophers, there is no try. There is only do or do not. That is correct, young Jedi. Who <laughs> <laughs> that Bruce Lee? No. Wow. Yoda. How could you? How I could never, you? I've never seen Star Wars. It's an outrage. I know. <laughs> I, I gotta get, I gotta get her ready for December. Say that. Exactly. I, I gotta get ready. So. Oh, no. That's his idol. Who's that, who's that Bruce Lee? <laughs> We're getting ready to have a Star Wars. Yeah. I really am trying. Let's, really let's, let's work on that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Everybody's embarrassed how, for how me. We, Why? How do we even recover from that? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. That's a wrap. It's all, all in over. try. <laughs> it's all in level three. We're trying. Now. Let's move there'll, to the next there'll level. There'll be no Jedis in there. <laughs> 
So uh, <laughs> second level you got me all. It's all that hope, wishing, yeah. and wanting for yeah. you, huh? Didn't know what Jedi is. <laughs> Engagement over. <laughs> so the fourth level, unless or until. So I'm gonna be committed unless things don't go my way, or I'm gonna be committed until I don't get the results that I want. All right. And I think for most of us, that's, that's where we live, is that unless or until. Mm-hmm. And the fifth level of commitment is... W-I-T. Whatever it takes, Absolutely. David. So whatever it took. See, I, I went out there. I said, I said, Bruce Lee, I didn't care. Whatever it took, you know, to give you guys some entertainment. But what were you committed to? <laughs> <laughs> like, what were you committed to? <laughs> you were committed to entertaining us. Yes, okay. that's what okay. it was. Creating fun in the space. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's what I'm sticking to. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so let's hear from our guests. What are some examples of, diff- of each of these levels of commitment in your life or when you've noticed you've um, touched on these different levels of commitment in your life? I can say for myself that when I was in school, um, I had a lot of people that were a positive influence for me, professors, and um, one of them was the professor of the honors department, the director of it uh, himself, and he told me that he wouldn't recommend me going for the my profession, and he said that he would get me into a different program, and for some reason I felt like that's not what I wanted to do. So I continued to go forward with my career. Then I met a recruiter for the health science department, and she told me that it was very difficult to get into my career, which is physician assistant. So that kind of put me down, but at the same time, I lended a deaf ear to her. And I continued and continued and continued. When I got accepted, I put my scrubs on, and I went to visit them. (laughs) I paid each one of them a visit with the intention of letting them know that it's not in their power to tell you what you can or not do. It's, it's more in their power to be a tool so that you can be your tru- truly best. Mm. And my commitment was bigger than my obstacles. Mm. And, you know, here I am with a career that I truly love. And no, it was not easy. It was very hard. It took some school loans. It took a lot of hours. And uh, as you know, I'm hearing impaired. It took me a lot of extra work to have the degree, but I did it. And so I think the commitment at the same time has to be higher than the obstacles or the fears that you face. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely sounds like you had a whatever-it-takes attitude, and, and like you turned those negatives that other people were using as fuel to, to fuel that whatever-it-takes. Definitely, like, definitely. So awesome, man. Thank you. I'm so glad you're, we got PAs like you out there actually you know, care about people and, and not just about, you know, just about their health. I know you on a personal level, and I, I've met several of your patients. And the the feedback that I always get about you, Gus, is that you care about what's going on with them, not just your job. So not just my job. I, I really want to commend you for that. Like I, I, I would love to more have more healthcare professionals out there in the world like that. You're a true healer, bro. That's what we're trying to do. And I'm and I currently take students and people that want to become professionals in a healthcare field, and I've seen people come from a coma. I had a girl that was in a coma for three months, and this girl woke up, was not allowed to drive, was taking buses in the heat that we all know Florida has. Um, She would come all sweaty. She lost her sense of uh, smell. Mm. 
this girl got accepted to the top five Ivy League schools. Wow. It took her three years uh, of shadowing me in the office. I, I, I think I wrote the longest letter of recommendation for her ever. Mm-hmm. And she deserved it. She didn't give up. Humble family, uh, oldest of about five kids. And this girl did not give up. And to me, that's an inspiration, and it's something that I like to share with some of the students that come through my office. Absolutely, and, and we'll come back to that a little bit later because I, I believe at any level of commitment that you have in order to get to the whatever it takes to begin with, you got to know that you absolutely deserve to have what it is that you want. It's not based on merit. It, it, you deserve it because of who you are. So uh, we'll get back to that, but thank you. Awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> I am not as glorious as Gus, and uh, I would say whatever. I would say up until this past weekend, I have been one, two, and three. <laughs> um, are you care. off vacation? Wait, <laughs> right? are you off vacation? I am off vacation. <laughs> okay. So, you know, typically I, I am the queen of finding a loophole. Like, mm. seriously. <laughs> I will have a justification. I will have the whole world believing that it is the way to go just so I don't have to be a level five. <laughs> um, mine, for instance, would probably be like I've been smoking. Well, I had been smoking since I was 13 years old. I stopped when I got pregnant. Then I picked it back up again. And I did a lot of, you know, stopping. And in my, I would justify that with I did stop. I did quit. I picked it back up. What's the problem? You know, I've quit. I stopped. You know, you got you can't you can't start up again unless you quit. Because you know, like even my my man back here, he'd be like, "Well, you didn't you didn't quit." And I'm like, "Well, how how did I how was I able to start back up again?" You know, I had to be able to quit. You know, like <laughs> ridiculous. I know loopholes, loopholes. So, um, I the Jedi mind trick. Mm-hmm. So, so that's Yoda. Oh, oh, Yoda. Oh, that's, oh, not Bruce Lee. Okay, got it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, seriously, up until this past weekend, like, I am now ready for level five in all of my life. Um, that's my business. That is my, right now, what I'm committed to at level five is nurturing Jaquetta. I have never in my life done it. I've always put other people ahead of myself, and it's, it's it sounds nice. It's it's nice when you write that stuff down and you know you tell people, oh, I did this and that. But no, I mean I'm not giving to myself. So right now I'm all about me right now, and finally I'm recognizing that that's not selfish. Mm. Awesome. Yay. How about you, Zay? Man, I'm telling you, I th- th- these levels are so fascinating because the the to me they tie into faith. They tie into just you know. Uh, different stages that we all go through in our understanding, right? Where I'm stuck at right now, this is level three and this level four, right? Level three, trying, right? So what is that? That's action without expectation, right? You're just like, I, <laughs> I don't really know if it's going <laughs> to happen. And I think we've all found ourselves there. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, one that struck out to me the most was level four. And I think it's, um, let me just make sure I got it right. Um, doing whatever unless or until, right? Mm-hmm. So that contend- is conditional expectation, right? Which Sweet. is so crazy. And I was thinking about this scripture I had read um, in Ecclesiastes, right? So it's Ecclesiastes, uh, I think it was 11.4, and it says, he that observeth the wind shall not sow. Mm. So many times we look around and wait for the per- we want the perfect timing or we want the perfect condition before we actually get to work, mm-hmm. when in actuality we got to do the work. Mm-hmm. In order for the conditions to be perfect, because we manifest that. So I find, you know, that transition or being in that space is really interesting. And a lot of us are in that space, you know, where mm-hmm. we were waiting for a right time when in actuality, the time is when you've made the decision. So, 
Yeah, um, that that's pretty powerful right there, uh, really. And uh, and a lot of us actually live our lives that way, right? You yeah. Know? Um, I have so many different examples for all this. Um, <laughs> I can tell you, um, one of my biggest whatever it takes was when I was in the Marine Corps and I was going through uh, amphibious reconnaissance school to become mm-hmm. a force recon Marine, and you know. Let me tell you, there's some crazy stuff that we did. But uh, one of the craziest was they dropped us off uh, 10 miles out in the ocean in a helo. Wow. And uh, we, got, we got on this little rubber boat, and we drove about eight miles in. And then we swam in. And this was in the, the Chesapeake Bay in, in, the, <laughs> right. in the middle of summer. And you'd think it would be warm. The, the water temperature was probably about, like, 60 degrees. Wow. It was freezing. And, you know, we swam all the way into the surf. And we're, we're sitting there, and they, they made us stay in, in the surf for a long, long time. I don't even remember how. You know, we hadn't slept in, in days. Wow. And we, we hadn't eaten in probably a couple of days. Right. And we were already <laughs> going through all that. And then... You got all the instructors on the beach with this big ass bonfire. <laughs> they got this huge bonfire, and they got this coffee, and they got all uh, this hot food, right. and they're and they got this this uh, bullhorn, and they're like, just all you have to do is come in, ring this bell, <laughs> yeah. wow. just ring this bell, and yeah. I got some dry clothes for you. I got this campfire. <laughs> I got this hot food, and it's not like chow hall food. Like you know, we went out, you know, some special place. Mm. And, I got steak wow. and I got potatoes and, yeah, yeah. and I got potatoes. all this stuff. Wow. I got some hot coffee yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. And all you have to do. <laughs> and, you know, people started like just coming out of the water and going up there and ringing the bell. And I'm like, dude, you are stupid. Yeah. Why, why are you just sitting here? And I was just like, oh my goodness, why are you just sitting here? Yeah. And I knew that they were going to have to pull me out of the ocean in a cold, dead body mm. before I, I quit or gave in because mm. I wanted it that much. I was going to do whatever it took, and I didn't care. And so that was level one of my... That I was level five. <laughs> level yeah, five. That's why, I didn't, go, that's why <laughs> I didn't go to the Army, okay? No. Yeah. No. Wow. And, and the whole time I had this voice in the back of my head saying, you're stupid, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. just go, yeah. just go. And, and I, I think... That even when you're at a level five, you, you still have all these yeah, things come yeah, up yeah, and yeah. all these doubts and all these other things, mm-hmm. too. But it's out of that commitment. That's it. And I, I think it boils down to, and I'm, and I'm going to emphasize on what he was saying, it's how bad you want it. Yeah, yeah. If mm-hmm. what you want is bigger than your excuses, mm-hmm. you will go for it. And if you really think about it, once you have what you really wanted, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. versus Results, going for yeah. something different, the result will be different, and how are you going to feel about it? Yeah, Absolutely, and you know, like that's something nobody can ever take away from me, ever. Having that awareness, too, I thought was interesting. You know, when you when you were thinking about, whenever you're executing or, or trying to be committed to doing something, there's always a distraction. Mm-hmm. And to recognize the distraction for what it is, that is mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. destruction, it's a really interesting thing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like... Sometimes we, we can't discern, you know, what's a distraction. We don't we can't keep ourselves aligned because we're like, oh, that looks good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we <laughs> warm heat food. Yeah. Like I'm cold, hungry, scared. Mm-hmm. You know, that just looks like the right thing to do. But a lot of times when you can 
discern and say, you know what, that distraction is destruction. Mm-hmm. And when you can make that decision, you know, it's a powerful thing. Absolutely. True. And uh, I actually have some other examples, too. Um, one was uh, when I got out of the military and I actually went through a divorce and, you know, as a single father of four, paying all this child support and, and all these things. And one of the things that I did was uh, when anybody would ask me what I wanted, mm-hmm. right, I, I didn't even know what that meant. And I was like, I don't care. And I don't care that I don't care. And I don't care that I'm that I'm telling you that I don't care. <laughs> I, re- I don't even care that you're asking me something. I don't even care about you. <laughs> like I was in that level of just absolutely not caring. Mm. And then you know, there's a lot of us who are out there yeah. wanting our economic situation to be better, wanting our um, professional situation to be better, and we're waiting for this giant tooth fairy to come and give it to us. You know, um, I appreciate uh, religion and I appreciate prayer, um, but a lot of times I think people have prayer backwards. Right. Right. They they thinking a prayer is them rubbing a genie's lamp, <laughs> and all exactly. I have to do, God, I want a million dollars. And then they sit there and they pray, God, I want a million dollars. God, I want a million dollars. And God's saying, okay. You know, how's the feel of want? You know, if, if, you, if you don't want to do nothing. No works. Yeah. Right. If, yeah, if, yeah. if you don't want to do it's nothing. It's true. It's true. Yeah. You know, you can hope, wish, pray all you want. If you're not going to take the step and, right. and be committed to it. That's right. Like, I, I think, you know, a lot of times, whatever you believe in, yeah. in God, the universe, you know, whatever. Yeah. They're waiting for you to take that committed action, to take that first step. And yes, you deserve it, Mm -hmm. but nobody's going to just give you anything. You got to take committed action. How do you do that if you're scared? Well, you do it especially (laughs) when you're scared. Well, I mean, that's one of the things that was brought up earlier, right? Mm -hmm. We talked about last week, too, with the fear. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are afraid to fail, Mm -hmm. not understanding that failing is part of the process. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. it's all like change your perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're afraid of it, how do you react to fear? Well, and, and here's um, it's, it's funny that you brought that up because mm-hmm. here's the one thing. There's never been a successful person who hasn't failed 100 times. Exactly. You know, <laughs> yep. and that is part of the process. And I don't even like using the word failure It's you. You were set out. You were committed to creating a certain result. Yep. You were committed to creating Z. And you created B. Okay, awesome. Because now you can look at that. Okay, I was committed to creating Z, but I created B. So where do I get to adjust what I have to do so I can have Z? And instead of looking at that as a failure, we can look at these things as little benchmarks Mm -hmm. or waypoints on our journey to creating what we want and making slight adjustments here and there until we go there. You know, last week I used an example about, okay, I'm going from here to Los Angeles. Right. Right. And I'm driving and I'm driving. If I end up in Oklahoma, right, that's just a result. I, there's nothing to freak out about. But it's time to get the roadmap out and figure out how do I get back on, on track to get to Los Angeles. And, you know, in the way you're saying it too, recognizing it as a building block. Yeah. You know, 
sometimes you got to go to Oklahoma to meet the right person <laughs> right? so they can connect you to the person that you need to speak to in L.A. It's you know like, what I mean? It's like creating penicillin. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, what? what do you mean? No, it's, it's right. That wasn't, it was an accident. Right? And look at all the people that helped. That's it's crazy. True. No, it's yeah. true. It's, it's like, true. Like Yoda and Bruce Lee. Yeah. Embracing no. that is important. Yeah. One of my favorite speakers is Les Brown. Yeah, yeah. And I, I wholeheartedly believe in this and all the work that I do and, mm-hmm. and all the coaching that I do is you never get what you want. You only get what you are. Mm. And so these different obstacles and whatever you call failures along the way are, are not failures. They're, they're things put there so you can redesign yourself mm. to become somebody else, to become somebody bigger, whatever it is that you need, whether it's courage, whether it's inspiration, whether it's motivation. And from that, you get to go for it again yeah, and redesign yeah. yourself. And your struggles I w- I w- become I like your strength. Add, I would like to add something. I think one thing that works for me is I ask myself, what prices are my pain? Yes. What price is my pain to be stuck in where I am right now? And what price do I have to pay to get to where I want to go? And we're going to come back to that because that's where we we're going, Gus. So. That's right. So we're going to take a break right now and we'll be right back. You don't want to go anywhere because prices is definitely where it's at. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Pocket full of lint Gas tank is on E But pride won't let me take nobody's Sympathy The only thing I own Is my voice and these keys if you ask me what that's worth, I'll tell you, I won the lottery, yeah, yeah, So I keep on taking chances, steady making moves, full of so much music, I don't know what to do, yeah. It's time to be a man, it's time. Pick and choose It's only two options And it's win or lose Two, three Cause I'm a rock star, baby With a brand new Mercedes Heavenly parked in my heart Said I'm a rock star, baby Platinum and gold Floating around in my mind Said I'm a rock star, baby It's hard to believe we all look the same in the dark, yeah A rockstar, baby Keep rolling with me And we'll rise to the top of the charts, yeah Dropped out of college Kanye West style Thought I could make it with my looks and my smile I missed his message Somewhere, somehow, nobody gets fed without opening their mouth. I got a word for this passion I found. Girl, please keep me humble, keep my feet on the ground. Cause when I blow up, I mean, when we blow up. There's just no telling what's in store 
afraid to tackle other topics that other radio stations won't. Tune in and keep it locked to Own Your Power Radio. Here are your hosts, Sean Butler and Sharita Zafrula. You gotta believe in yourself. You believe in yourself. When no one else around you got to believe in yourself. Welcome back to the TMI Show. I'm Sean Butler in the Dream Room with Sharita Zafrula. And tonight's topic is, what are you committed to? So right before we went to break, Gus, you started mentioning about prices. And that, that's really funny because that's actually the next question that I have. So if you're committed to having what you want, what are the prices that you're willing to pay to have what you want? So what prices were you willing to pay when you were going after being a PA? For example, student loans mm-hmm. is one of them. Getting out of my comfort zone, staying up late which means time. Mm-hmm. Um, those are all sacrifices that I was willing to make at the moment. And, and I think that applies to just about anything. Like a relationship takes time. A relationship takes money, emotions, effort. So you have to be willing to, as you commit to it, and you go for the ideal dream or ideal career or your dreams to pay the price that's going to come along with that. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have a tag and... You're the one that needs to find out what you're willing to pay. And mm-hmm. if what you really want is bigger, then you just have to know that uh, along with the commitment that you're putting into it, you have to pay that price. And you have to pay a price for staying in it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're paying prices all the time. It's like you get to choose what price you're going to pay. So like, there, there was a price to pay to become a PA. 
right? Like you said, you know, time, um, lack of sleep, um, paying back student loans, right? And that's a price that I still don't like doing. Um, but th- those were prices that you had to pay. Right. Correct. But th- those prices were not as big as the, the other prices, right? If you didn't go through with it, what prices would you have had to pay? I think, and, and, and it's very obvious to me, um, at that point in time, I had three jobs. Mm-hmm. One of them was working in a roof. I was mm-hmm. pressure washing roofs. Eight Miami, 90 or 100 degrees. Mm-hmm. I was uh, working for Kmart, and I was selling retail. And that is the last thing I wanted to do the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And what, what about the price of selling out on yourself? So you, you, you said you had two different instructors say, hey, man, you know, this, this probably ain't for you. Right. And, and so if you decide to listen to them, you would have paid that price of selling out on yourself. Like I'm not good enough. I can't do this. You know, here's the evidence. People are telling me, people are telling me you need to go do something different. You're not smart enough or your, your, your physical, um, handicap there is, is, is not in line with, with doing what you want to do. You know, all these things. So you would have been paying the price emotionally, right? Emotionally through guilt. Through guilt. Through guilt. And that would be a perfect excuse for me to blame somebody else mm-hmm. for not doing what I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And, when, you know, it gives you insight into when you stop and you use other people's advice mm-hmm. to stay exactly where you are. Mm-hmm. But then that's going to build up the gale and, you know, uh, the unhappiness that comes along with it. I am so glad you said that because that is exactly my passion in life. And that is why we have abundance education. And that is why I do life coaching. And that is why I do the things that I do. Because the biggest price that most of us pay for succumbing to our obstacles or looking at them as failures is not doing what we want to do. And, and with that and succumbing to that, you pay so many heavy, heavy prices. The prices, I'm not good enough. The prices, you know, uh, the, the biggest price at all is I, I don't deserve this. I'm not worthy of this, right? The, the price of going through life, living unfulfilled, living a purposeless life of something that you know deep down in your heart in your bones that this is why you're here. This, this is what you want. This is what, this is what moves you. This is what you're passionate about. And selling out on yourself is, is many times those are the big prices that you get for that. So thank you for that. How about you, Jaquetta? What were your prices for quitting smoking? And what prices were you paying for not quitting smoking? I'm going to focus just on nurturing myself, period, because that's where I'm at right now, nurturing my physical needs, my mental needs, my spiritual needs, my financial needs, um, and the prices I'm paying are probably giving up my guilty pleasures um, Mm. and, you know, giving up um, worrying about everybody else and what they need, what they need nurtured, you know, and um, which is really huge for me because mm-hmm. I've done this my entire life and this is up until last weekend. This is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> it, it ain't over, <laughs> sweetie. It ain't over. <laughs> so, um, you know, taking the time to really give to myself, um, 
taking the thought to give to myself, you know, just like even the focus on myself. Um, coming, like Gus was saying, coming out of my comfort zone and um, with my business and to speaking to people, like I have complete anxiety about new people, and which is odd because I'm not shy, but I'm just always afraid, oh, they're not going to like me, or I'm going to say something stupid, or I'm going to, you know, mess up a word, or, you know, I'm, it's just I'm creating all this stuff all the time. So, um, and then, like, as you just said as well, you know, making sure that I am completely in the know of that I am worthy, you know, mm-hmm. that I am in- incredibly intelligent, that, you know, and and going through all this. So, yeah, I just want to pass out now. And, and so, so what are, so we heard about some of the prices. And so what are the prices of you not taking care of yourself? Well, I know I have a big stamp to put on this world. And if I don't take care of myself, I can't take mm. care of anyone else or be who I need to be for everybody else. Mm. So, um, and above that, just, you know, it's okay for me to say, you know, fulfilling my purpose, my destiny just for me, mm. not even for anybody else. And, so. I, and I think that's the biggest price mm-hmm. there is. All right. That, that, that keeps you empty. That keeps you never complete. That keeps you, and, and it affects so many different areas. Like mm-hmm. if, if you're empty and you're not complete, that affects all your relationships. That affects what you think, you know, of yourself and your worthiness affects the money, the financial side. It affects everything that you do. And it was funny, um, not really funny, but um, <laughs> when when you were talking about what what if people think I'm crazy or people think I'm stupid, and I, I know I said this on the show many times before, but one of the greatest examples of that was Colonel Sanders. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when he started off, he had, had just hit the age of Social Security, right? And he was getting like, I think it was like $150 a month on the Social Security check. And he had this crazy idea that I'm going to go sell my fried chicken recipe. Right? And he started off in Kentucky, of all places, you know, the South, and everybody makes fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Right? And he started going to people, and he was not even asking them for money up front for his recipe. So the way he started off is he got his $150, he had his recipe of chicken, and he got in his old little beat-up station wagon, dressed up in his white suit, right? And he goes to a <laughs> diner, and he says, hey, I, I want to talk to the owner. And he says, look, this is what I want to do. I want to give you my recipe for fried chicken, okay? You're not going to give me any money up front. But you're going to give me a certain percentage of every piece of chicken that you sold. And what do you think happened? No. Yeah. You're crazy. Yeah. yeah. Get out get of out here. Of I, got my, I got my own recipe. You know, what are you doing here, fat man in a white suit? You're like the, the summer Santa Claus. Like, why, why would I buy a chicken recipe from you? And this man took that and redesigned himself. He had... 1,009 no's before he got the first yes. The ultimate example of what are you committed to, level five, whatever it takes. Now, you can't go to a country in the world that doesn't have a KFC somewhere, right? In the United States, they got them every three blocks, right? That was purely on commitment. 
right? Because I don't, I don't even think his fried chicken's all that great compared to like Southern home cooking. But like <laughs> that that was truly commitment. And, KFC and, won't be a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> no, they never. But uh, just look at that. He, he he did whatever it took, and and now he's like he actually started franchises. KFC was the one who actually started franchises mm -hmm. and paved the way for McDonald's and Burger King and all these other places, right? That was a true commitment to whatever it takes. And I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, you know, it kind of brings me back to your original question about me smoking because I had um, an awakening the other day when I realized that. Were you asleep? No, absolutely <laughs> <laughs> But I, I had an awakening that part of my purpose was to be able to aid people in finding a method to quit smoking mm. because I have always been um, against like for me like I was like I can't if I'm gonna stop I'm just gonna stop I can't do uh, uh, what is it like the nicotine gum or mm. like I just didn't see Bait. the point in, yeah putting more nicotine in my body mm. when I'm trying to get it out so one of the things it was real simple and that's what I always have to remember is with everything I got going on, you know, breaking down to the common denominator, it's or the lowest, you know, fraction, it's always simple. And it was just about loving yourself. Like mm -hmm. that's how you stop smoking, you know, you're not going to do anything that's going to harm yourself or hurt you, you know, same thing. Harm yourself or, you know, degrade yourself or, you know, do anything, you know, against love if you love yourself. And smoking is, you know, you're not going to say, yo, five-year-old, pick up a cigarette, you know, because obviously, you know, that's harmful to them. So why wouldn't you do the exact same for yourself? Mm. And, so you, get to and, be, you get to be what you want to see, you know, in front of you. Exactly. Mm. Um, I can tell you that a lot of people don't think about the prices they pay. They won't pay the price immediately, but they'll pay, probably pay the price later on in life. For example cancer, mm -hmm. chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, osteoporosis, low testosterone, erectile dysfunction, <laughs> and you name it. And one thing I tell my patients is That's this. a commercial all in and of itself. Right there. <laughs> this, is very straight, this is actually very straightforward for those of you that smoke. The amount of money that you will put once you retire, the, the biggest chunk of money will be going to medical uh, mm. bills. If you really think about that, what kind of retirement would you like to have? Yeah, that, mm. that didn't work for me. That I didn't care. Huh? I didn't care about the money spent. I didn't care about the lung disease. You, none of that mattered because I didn't love myself. Mm -hmm. So the money spent and me worrying about what's coming, you know, like you're absolutely right. I'm just saying when you don't care about yourself, mm -hmm. you're not going to be thinking about your future. And what you said is simple, mm -hmm. it's true. but it's not easy. No, it's That's not. one of the hardest things to do is to love yourself and know that you deserve to be happy. Exactly. You deserve to be healthy. Like you don't have to punish yourself. And and that's one of the hardest things. That's why we have abundance education is is to to really get down to the root. And and that's one of the strongest beliefs that we have found evidence for all of our lives on why we don't deserve this, why we can't have this, why I'm not good enough, why I blah 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 blah. And it's so real for people, and at the same time, it's just something we made up. So that that's a whole nother show. So, Zay, how about you? How about some prices, man? Uh, you know, thinking about cigarette smokes, <clears throat> smoking, uh, my grandmother um, died from that, right? And I hated cigarette smokes most of my life. I mean, I hated cigarettes. And when I think about 
just the quality of life. And what she used to tell me was, you going to die something. Yeah. <laughs> and hell, I'm grown. I'm older than you when you live to get my age. <laughs> so I was, I used to think about it like, wow, you know, like, yeah. and now this is my elder. And I'm like, this has got to be some wisdom in there somewhere. <laughs> well, let's see if you make it to my age smoking. <laughs> so I thought about that. And I was just thinking, you know, like cigarettes must be something about it. You adding, but you know, I say that to say this, um, we don't recognize what we could have. Mm-hmm. And we don't put a value on it, which is kind of like the level one. I don't know. I don't care. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we become comfortable with compromise. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's a dangerous place to be. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about and then just to know or recognize that I'm going to lose days of my life. That's a cost. Mm-hmm. Right. I think about Steve Jobs. Right. Uh, he had all the money in the world. How much money would he have paid for one more day? Mm-hmm. Oh. And that puts it in perspective as to how valuable a day is. So when we talk about cost to me, I think about, you know, being older than 30. <laughs> but for some of us who are in our 40s, no. But you think about it, you got 15,000 days that you've been allocated. 15,000 days. And there's so much that you could have done in that time. So each day that you get is a valuable thing. It has a cost. So you can choose to paint in that day and create your canvas or be stuck comfortable with compromise and paralyzed by lacking vision. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And not wanting to paint that day. So, you know, I think it's interesting. Like the cost is you can have a blank canvas for your life or you can create and take a stroke each day and paint the vision that you That's want beautiful. for your life. So, Absolutely. But I, w- I will preface all that with this. It is some people, we, we make the assumption that everybody wants wants to live and everybody wants to move forward. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. right. And and there's right. a lot of people out there who just don't care that they don't right. care. And they they're not looking at that. And and that's heartbreaking it because is. that's the the biggest price that they're paying is not knowing the beauty and the gift of who they are. Right. And that they're here for a reason. This is no accident. This is not just some freaking, you know, cosmic dust all coming together for no reason at all. Yeah. It, we we have a purpose here, and and I love what you said. But you know, I know there's people out there oh, yeah. who are listening right now who are like, "Well, I just don't care because I don't see the value in living fifteen thousand days." I know because I used to be one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the only thing that kept me going was I had four kids. Exactly right. Yeah. And and even then, like I was just you know, there's plenty of times where I was just like. God, can this just be over? Over. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and it is getting past that and realizing like you're here for a reason and make no mistake about it. And, and it's not just to be a parent. It's not, you, you have a bigger purpose on this planet and you know that I believe we were all born with that purpose and it's been dying to come out. And a lot of times we don't trust it. We don't listen to it. Right. And those are the things that have us, feel incomplete those are the things that have us feel like there's something else Mm -hmm. and you know it all the time just trust yourself you you know exactly what you're here for and and don't like Gus don't listen to nobody else it doesn't matter what other people think Mm -hmm. all that matters is what you think you know but you know what Sean I want to add to that and this is this is very interesting transformational work mm -hmm. did something for me Mm -hmm. and it gave me possibilities Mm -hmm. 
And some people do not see the possibility of anything different. Yeah. Some people are not able to see that there is a different relationship or a different job or, you know, a different career, anything. And it's because they're, they don't allow themselves because of the limiting belief system that they created mm -hmm. from somebody telling them, you know what, you're stupid, you're not good enough. Or, you know what, you're not good at business, so you might as well not even open that business. Mm -hmm. Or, you know what, you're not good with your hands, so why are you even bothering painting? It's us believing, me believing, those limiting factors, those belief systems that the media and the family and my friends and mm -hmm. who knows what else at a conscious or unconscious level. Now, transformational work allowed me to get that possibility. And just by being able to see something different, I was able to move forward. Absolutely, and that's why I'm so passionate about it. And, and for, for everybody, that is my purpose. That is why I'm here on this planet. And, and that's why we have abundance education. So uh, we're going to wrap up, and uh, I want to leave you with a quote. The moment you commit and quit holding back, all sorts of unforeseen incidents, meetings, and material assistance will rise up to you. The simple act of commitment is a powerful magnet for help from Napoleon Hill. And if you haven't read his books, read his books. Uh, Think and Grow Rich is a very, very powerful book. So um, thank you all the guests for being here tonight. Uh, I've had an amazing thank time. You thank you guys for having us. And for those of you like, guests, like Gus was talking about who, uh, who are looking for something to find that purpose, who are looking... To, to change some of the beliefs that are holding you back in life. Abundance Education is starting a new trend of one-day workshops and our core trainings. And you can find out more about all of those at AbundanceEducation.com. Special thanks tonight to the Own Your Power team. <laughs> Help make this show possible. The Own Your Power Radio Network is a 24-hour network of personal and business development. They also have R&B and soul and eclectic grooves to keep you in a good mood. Ooh. So tune in next week for what our show titled, What Do You Believe? Until next time, remember to live extraordinarily, abundantly, and daringly. Sending much love and abundance to everyone. Good night. Peace. Bye. Hi, I'm Coach Simone Kelly of Own Your Power Communications. We empower entrepreneurs to live the life they deserve through our internet radio network. We have thousands of listeners worldwide from Miami to Italy. If you're a speaker, author, or coach, and you're on a mission to change the world, the Own Your Power radio network has a global platform just for you. We're looking for the next personal and business development stars. If this sounds like you, you can be featured on one of our shows as an expert. There's a package for every budget. If you want to help others own their power, call us today to find out more information at 877-545-7352. That's 877-545-7352. Look forward to hearing from you.